Hey guys, welcome back to the Defiant Ones Team Podcast. Before we get into this episode, I want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, Bedroom Bolt. Now like most people, I want to feel safe and secure in the comfort of my very own home. But unlike outside doors, inside doors and bedrooms don't have keys, which means that they can be unlocked with a small screwdriver, and that's super unsafe. So in this time of making home improvements, I highly recommend checking out the Bedroom Bolt today. The Bedroom Bolt is an easily applicable door lock that secures your door in less than 90 seconds. It requires no hole drilling and it's super simple to use. If you want to protect your family, friends, and all the loved ones around you, then I highly recommend you get your very own Bedroom Bolt today. For more information on the Bedroom Bolt, please go to BedroomBolt.com. Again, that's BedroomBolt.com. Now, let's get into this episode. Hello, hello. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Defiant Ones Teen Podcast. I am your boy, that guy that's kind of fine. Christian kind of fire Robinson. I'm so glad to have you guys back with us. It has been, it has been a, it has been a story. This whole coronavirus, the world shutting down. But you know what? We still got us. We still got inspiration. We still got everything we need to be the best us. Which is why I'm so happy to say that we are back. You know, I've been taking a little break because through this whole seasonal change and through just sickness in the air, it's kind of affecting me. So I'm feeling a little bit better and I'm feeling stronger because now is the time to take our, you know, to make our moment. Uh, due to the coronavirus, we're all being blessed with, we're all being affected by it, uh, financially, medically, all these things, but we're also being blessed with time. So now we have the time to create, you know, create our dream, create who we want to be, start our dreams. So I want to start doing that. And I'm excited because if you all are listening in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all those amazing platforms, you can hear me. But now we are available on YouTube, Facebook Live, and all the things like that through video. So make sure to check us out there as well. I am so happy to be here with you guys. I have an amazing guest here today. He is a self-made millionaire who created his own medical firm and media network. He is known as the Conscious Voice of the South. He is an award-winning international speaker and media host, Tim Ray. Hey, Tim, how you doing? Christian, welcome. Uh, thank you so much. Welcome to the world of video. I tell you what, it's a whole other story, isn't it? Uh, it sure is, right? It's, uh, it's, a, it's a great place to be. And to all your viewers now, not just listeners, uh, welcome to the Defiant One. And I'm a big fan of Christian's. He's done so much in a short period of time. Uh, and an inspiration for all the youth out there. So uh, thank you for inviting me on your show. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. So Tim, uh, I kind of did a little brief introduction. Can you tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Well, I'm just a, a spiritual being trying to have a human experience the best way I can here. You know, if you want to blow it down to the uh, nutshell there. <laughs> but uh, I think we all are. I, you know, I think we're just here trying to navigate through this three-dimensional world to figure out what our purpose is, what's our you know, reason why we're here, where we come from, where we're going, uh, and how do we enjoy the ride while we're here for the short period of, uh, you know, typical 70, 80 years of um, time here. But for me, uh, I've always been an entrepreneur since, um, entrepreneur mindset since, since I was your age, probably. 
uh, didn't have a chance to actually implement it. Well, I did as a teenager, different little jobs. I created a little jobs here and there, um, but uh, but really not in a full force in the in the out in the workforce until I was probably in my thirties. Uh, but it was uh, it was uh, just something that you're 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 you have it in you. You know, entrepreneurship. You have that drive to want to do your own thing. It's a certain level of deviance. You know, a certain level of risk taking. A certain level of of drive and it's not about money and if you think it's about getting making money guys you can be very disappointed about being an entrepreneur i'd say it's probably more so about freedom uh and more so in reference to how do we feel about being free to make our choices and decisions that we like to every day as we move forward in this in this crazy world that we call um home right so it's just to me that's where i would say my you want to find me i'm a I'm a freedom. I'm a freedom searcher, truth seeker, uh, and I uh, just had along the way. I decided to build a couple of companies. First one was uh, Golden Home Services, which uh, is a home healthcare company. Uh, now that was prior to that. I worked for the man for, for you know many years, fifteen something years, and got experience in that industry of senior care business. And decided to open up my own private home care company, which we did about eighteen years ago. Now it's, uh, it runs itself to multi million dollar business. Uh, and to the point where I'm freed up now, where I'm able to open up um, another hobby of mine or an interest back back, back in 2009, which was basically uh, helping people understand the power of their intentions, how our thoughts and feelings create our reality every nanosecond. And with that, knowing that and experiencing that and living by your intentions, you realize that you can live an empowering life, just like you're doing right now, creating your world around you. Uh, and as you realize you create your, power, your empowered life, you take into account, Christian, the fact that you're responsible all for the great things that happen to you, but you're also responsible for all the bad things that happen to you. And so some people don't like that level of responsibility or that level of empowerment and um, stay caught up into what I call the victim mentality. You know, it's always, this is the reason why things don't go my way. It's their fault. They did this to me. They did that. Rather than stepping up and owning that, our thoughts create our reality. And when you do, it's, yeah, it's a little scary initially because you're not used to wearing those, having those sea legs on a creating everything you want, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But once you realize that, you find yourself focusing more so, Christian, on, on the good and less on the ugly and less on the bad because you can. It's your choice. It's, that's the level of empowerment we're talking about. So it led me to United Intentions Foundation. And then, of course, to get the word out, we created the UI Media Network. And the UI Media Network is a platform for people to share their authentic truth uncensored. If you want to say deviant, as you said, same way, you're able to share your truth uncensored compared to what other people, whether they think it's politically incorrect or they uh, just don't want to hear it because they don't want you influencing other people to what you truly believe. And that's, to me, you know, one reason why our forefathers created the First Amendment, which is the freedom of speech, right? The freedom to um, group together, the freedom to come together and share beliefs. And so I stand strongly on that. And uh, our network, UI Media Network, is basically that. It's a freedom fighter network for people to share whatever their authentic truth is. Um, and, then, and then from that point on, we then learn how to unite our intentions to create the reality we want to create. So it all goes hand in hand. Um, that's kind of where I am right now in the process of even with everyone locked down, uh, locked down in their homes, still getting the message out every day. I go to work every day. I don't stop going to work. Uh, media is an essential, essential business. Uh, actually, I think all businesses are essential business, personally, if you really boil down to it. You tell me, uh, putting food on somebody's table is not essential, right? So, uh, but media is, as at least defined by our government standards, 
So every day we go to work, we share our truth. Uh, not always everybody's truth, but it's our truth. And if people want to hear more about it, just go to uimedianetwork.org. So thank you for uh, bringing me in and let me talk a little bit about uh, what I do. Yeah, absolutely. So I have a little bit of uh, questions. So sure. I think I heard my mom, Butter B. Rocka, she just started a new podcast, the Transparency Podcast, where she's basically going through the struggles and the outbreaks of what it is to be an artist and an entrepreneur. And I got to hear a little preview of it. Um, and she mentioned your medical firm as well as you did your health care company. Can you tell us about uh, what that is? Uh, Golden Home Services is uh, it, they're here. It's, it's strictly to Georgia. However, we provide cert certified nursing assistants, uh, nurses, LPNs, RNs, um, you know, even nurse practitioners to to care for seniors wherever they're living. Sometimes they're in nursing homes, assisted livings, independent living. Sometimes in their homes. So we send we send staff out to care for them, whatever needs they need may need, such as companionship care, personal care, uh, all the way to skilled nursing care. So uh, if you could probably imagine during this crisis that um, we are we are busier than ever. <laughs> so uh, because talk about essential, I mean, if your mom or somebody uh, is a senior and is in home alone and you're up in another state, you're going to want somebody to be checking and caring for them. So it's a it's a very admirable industry uh, and it's so far it's been very supportive and um, it's uh, it's a necessary necessary business that um, that we grew uh, over the last 18 years to be what it is today. We're probably the number one home health care or private home care company in Georgia. That's amazing. I mean, truly, it's really inspirational to see that you already started all these things and you're already such a, a amazing motivational speaker, but you're also really looking out for people. And uh, I, know it's, I know it's hard at this time, especially because this virus is affecting uh, older people. How are you guys, you know, coping with this? How is it affecting business? Um, well, what my heart goes out to, and I see uh, at least a third in climbing of our in company industry um, destroyed. I mean, overnight, you're talking about uh, people in the restaurant business, in the airline industry, and, in um, uh, you know, you, you almost throw a dart at any industry, it's affected uh, negatively, unfortunately, uh, where unemployment rises, you know, they're expected rising over 30%, 40%. We haven't seen that since the, since the early, since the pre depression uh, yeah. in the 1930s, right? So it's, uh, it, it's, it hurts me to that, uh, fortunately, I should say, uh, or unfortunately, depends how you look at it, um, senior care industry is really a recession-proof industry because it's, people need care no matter what, whether the economy is doing well or not doing well. Um, but uh, we're prepared very well. I have an excellent uh, president who runs the company for me, Greta Fall, vice president of Ops, uh, Dreamer Brewer. They uh, put down, secured everything from hand to hand, hand sanitizing, uh, uh, Prel, whatever they call the different things they use, as well as masks uh, and, proto and protocols for our staff to make sure that they're able to get to our seniors uh, when they need to for the continued care that they, they request. So it's, uh, it's, we're, we're fine. We're fine in that arena, and it's going well there. But again, back to everyone else. Uh, you know, is this the right? You know, I don't know if you want to know the, ask this question or not. But is this the right move to shut down the whole world uh, for a um, for this for this type of uh, coronavirus? That's a question I think that we even pose of the UI Media Network. Is it? Is this the proper response for this level of of of, of pandemic crisis? And that's something that not many people are willing to discuss because they just follow suit. And assume whoever's in authority is making the right decision. Absolutely. And uh, and we you know we challenge that. That's really that's really awesome. All right, great. So, 
you, you spoke about it, the UI in United Sinches Foundation and Media. <laughs> but yes. I know that you're also an international speaker, uh, known as the, I really want to ask, why are you known as the conscious voice of the South? Well, I, I think that was uh, uh, brought up by one of our um, folks who work with us, is that, Tim, you constantly bring a, bring a talk about spirituality on your show, but not so much spirituality in the sense of um, a religious perspective, but more so that we're spiritual beings, no matter what religion you believe, having a human experience. And then at the same time, uh, she brought up that, you know, here you are, you talk about, oh, my dog just came in. <laughs> so you, you, you talk about, um, you talk about how, you know, we need to be aware of what's going on around us too. There's, there's planes flying overhead, spraying aerosol sprays on us. There's uh, glyphosate in our food, poisoning people. There's, there's 5G radiation attacking our cells every day, poisoning our cells, creating flu-like symptoms. Um, and so here it is, you have the spiritual belief and then you have, you know, this, this kind of awareness focus of waking people up to what's going on around them in the present moment. Yeah. So uh, she said, it's kind of very conscious of you. And, and, uh, and here you're, of course, we're in the South, we're in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, so I guess she pulled, pulled the pieces together and said, you know, kind of like the conscious voice of the South, aren't you? And it just stuck from there on. So, um, I, you know. I'm sure there's many more, more conscious people in the South than me. So I don't know if I should claim that fully. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So I know when you speak, uh, you have, you talk about such amazing things. Mm. I know uh, some, some really incredible focus points are talking about your mindset over your skill set. Mm, um, yes. Detoxifying from your environment or the power to heal or even, you know, intentional leadership. And that's mainly, you know, influenced through the UI Media Network. Can you tell us about how how the kind of United Intentions breakdown work so that our listeners can see how? Sure. You know, what you'll get when you go to uh, to the UI Media Network, uh, you'll you'll find many different types of shows we have. It started out just me, and then we just grew, bringing more people in. But just to speak to my some of the shows that I do, I have a, a, called a, a, a morning show called Awake in Atlanta. It's the number one conscious morning show as well as we have, uh, I do a show called Good Intention Show, and we are also launching the Frequency Wars. Uh, it's, that's launching in the next, mo next month, which is all about dealing with reality beyond the veil, beyond what we see with our five senses. Yeah. And so, uh, and that we're pretty excited about as well. But a lot of the topics that I like to discuss are looking at alternative perspectives of reality than what we're just giving through our mainstream media. So we, we challenge in reference to alternative thinking to the mainstream media, and we consider ourselves more of a de facto type of media to the mainstream, but it's, it's something that I think people will appreciate because it is a kind of a non-BS, we just say how we feel, but at the same time, we're cordial, we're respectful, we're not, you know, argumentative, if, you know, at least we'll stand our point, but we're not there to try to uh, tantalize people to believe in what we believe. We just want to share a perspective and, and create another alternative uh, potential perspective on a topic that maybe nobody thought of, which may be closer to the ultimate truth, who knows? So, um, so we share a lot of those type of different perspectives. Um, and, and we've spoken to many th big thought leaders in the world, like Dr. Bruce Lipton, um, who's a biologist who talks about the, the biology, how our cells, like you were saying earlier, how our cells actually, uh, our thoughts affect our cells and our cells changes our body chemistry. Amazing things like that. Uh, people like Greg Braden talks about how our DNA has been the same for over 300,000 years, and we, have, we, we don't share this in our mainstream uh, education. And this information is top-of-the-line science, right? 
Dr. Joe Dispenza, he talks about the placebo effect. We have um, Dr. Thomas Campbell, um, uh, Dr. Thomas Campbell talked about that we're all living in a matrix, you know, even on the alien level or the extraterrestrial focus we, we discussed too with people like David Wilcock or David Icke, we've been to you talking about what's really going on right now in our world from this beyond our three dimensions, right? So uh, we have a lot of thought leaders who we speak with, who uh, we gather information, challenge questions, uh, where people are, are basically, if you watch the shows, are forced to think. And the great thing now is that we're actually getting into Roku, Roku uh, where we're going to be watching UITV on, like you see Netflix, you'll see, you'll see um, uh, Hulu, and then you'll, you'll see UITV. So we're going to be looking at this year, rolling that out on television to in everybody's homes. Uh, we're on binge networking homes, but here we're, we're leveling up to uh, Roku, Roku and trying to get the message, message out even further. That's amazing, man. Congratulations. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. So before we get into kind of sharing to our, our listeners how to get into what you do, uh, let right. me ask, how did it all begin? How did your, you know, your success and your mission all begin? Did it start with just your dream or did you have a <laughs> Um, well, actually, um, my thoughts patterns of believing that I, the thoughts created reality started when I was probably your age and just the books I read, read and people I met. But yeah. the entrepreneurial aspect probably didn't happen until uh, I had crises in my life, honestly, uh, some bad times and uh, or at least perceived bad times at that moment. But I was just uh, I was married, had two small kids and I had a high powered job working as vice president of operations for a hundred million dollar company, traveled all over the country. And uh, one day I had it out with the CEO, um, and of course, uh, when you, you know, you're you're working for the CEO and they're paying you a paycheck, they're going to win no matter what, right? Yeah. So I lost my job, and on at the same within the same six weeks, I was in the process of getting divorced, and I just bought a house that can never live in. And they talk about them them being the biggest three stressors in somebody's life. Well, I had them all at one time, and I found myself living in my buddy's unfinished basement, uh, and wondering <laughs> what just happened. <laughs> wow, this is really fast manifestation. Yeah. Um, and so I said, well, this is my time. I guess I want to start my own business. So let me um, roll the dice and do it. And uh, that's exactly what I did. I put my plan together and put my business plan against the unfinished basement wall and just started making steps going forward to the point where uh, I knew I had some money saved and uh, some money borrowed, but I, I needed some real seed money to get the, the Golden Home Services private home care concept out of you know theory into action yeah. and so i went to the kennesaw university here in kennesaw in georgia uh, and i pitched a idea of an lpn middle management program to one of the program coordinators for the continuing ed continuing ed and uh so i pitched it to her and she looked at me and she says well we don't need that what else you got <laughs> you know that's all i had i didn't have anything else in my sleeve so i just did my little tap dance and then all of a sudden i um i said, okay, what do you need? And she said, well, we need a certified nursing assistant program. I said, okay, if you can pay me some money up front, I will put together the number one certified nursing assistant program you've ever seen. And uh, she said, she looked at me and she thought about it. She says, okay. And uh, so she gave me some seed money. I put a program together where we went into hospitals and nursing homes, assisted livings and independents, not just the typical nursing home experience. Uh, put, I would think it was, God, um, two... Four, like maybe eight weeks, I believe, of nonstop training for certified nursing assistants where it was normally two weeks. Mm. Um, and so uh, I rolled it out. She loved it. Um, to this day, I don't run it anymore, but to this day, it's the number one 
uh, certified nursing assistant program in Georgia per per the for the state for the state who oversees it. So um, so yeah, and then I got my money, started my business, grinded it out. Uh, years took years. I was work. I was a hustler, working other jobs, feeding my business, getting people to help me out at the same time. And then before you know it, I just um, started growing, growing, growing. Stayed stayed consistent with it. And you know, uh, eighteen years later, it's thriving, running, and it's growing every day. We have more. We do more services for seniors today than we ever have in the history of the company. Man, mm. guys. Yeah. <laughs> did, did you just hear him? Dude, <laughs> this is a winner. That is a winner's mindset. You know what I find so neat? And I think this is what really makes people successful out of out of all the tragedy you went through through your divorce, through the getting fired, through everything. All that turmoil, all that bad and negative energy. What you saw in instead of, you know, turmoil. You saw opportunity. That's so amazing that you, from and, all that, that experience and from all that, you really created your own business and you saw how can I change my future? How can I make this better? How can I still affect others in a positive way to help them change their intentions and to change my own? That is so neat to me that from what you just said, you still saw optimism. Well, th thank you, Kristen. You know, and that's a very important key you just mentioned, uh, an optimistic or hopefulness, because trust me, during that ride, don't think I wasn't on my couch discouraged, thinking, oh my God, I better go back working for the man again. Yeah. Or, you know, thinking of a plan, this is not working, or, you know, I have, I have another plan. But really what kept me going was not like I got to make money, because I could have went back, made, you know, I could make six figures immediately working, working uh, in another company, in a, in a senior, senior care company. That was not as much concern for me, but my concern was I want to create something that I'm going to be responsible for, for creating out of nothing. Yeah. And, you know, and the first time, uh, and I was discouraged many times throughout all that process, but the first time I got a check, um, a check for my first services we did with a senior that we cared for, uh, that I was looking into the mail. I remember opening up, it was the first time, the first time you get a check or money from the services that you created in your head, and now it's in reality, and people are paying you for it rather than, even though I work for a hundred million dollar company and I've dealt with a lot of high power decisions, there's a, there's a something psychological effect it does to you when you, you see your first check from what services you created and did. Yeah. It, it reinforces this belief like, wow, I can do this. Wow, I can, if I stay the course, I can do it. I can do this, I can do this. And, and it wasn't that, you know, it wasn't that you had to be thick-headed and just focused on, on that only and if it never get deviated because you may may have to change plans and change courses and I did uh, many times I had to change courses not perhaps the fundamental aspect of home care but I had to change forces of which areas I went marketed which areas I didn't yeah. what people I brought in um, I constantly had to regroup and reevaluate and restructure and restart uh, different things as I was going through but I think being open-minded and learning to be critical thinker and to follow where you start seeing success follow that lead and taking you where it needs to go is part of the entrepreneurial experience and ride that you get on when you sign up to be a person who wants to be a creator. Most definitely, which is, which is a perfect segue into my next question. All right. So, huh, how, how difficult is it to start your own business? You, you <laughs> so many, you're so successful. Sure. Well, I mean, I will say this. It's, it's easy as pie to start your own business. I mean, you get a secretary of state license and, and you uh, put a few dollars down. You come up with an idea, a business plan. I mean, it's easy to start a business. That's not the hard part. 
The hard part is um, turning this thought business into where you're sustaining yourself, uh, making making enough funds, whatever it may be, and for your services that are reaching a certain amount of people that need that product or service. So that's the hard part. Starting the business is the easy part. Making it successful and going through the steps, emotions, and the uh, discouragement and the encouragement moments and staying the course, that's really the challenging part. But um, with, with reference to the, um, um, you know, how you be successful in there, I, I want to say a couple of things outside of the, the pertinacity you have to have in reference to um, really, really wanting it. But most people, I think, and I mentioned this early, but I also want to emphasize because I think it's very critical. When I hear people say they want to become an entrepreneur is they, you know, I want that money. I want that bling. I want the girls on the yacht. I want the, I want what I see on Facebook every day and on Instagram. You know, I want this, I want this experience, right? Uh, it is such a, um, it's so damaging, I believe, when people see that and that's their motivator to go forward because it won't sustain. There's always going to be somebody making more money than you. There's always going to be somebody having a nicer life than you. And there's always going to be someone uh, appearing to be enjoying themselves more than you. So you really can't take on the entrepreneurship because you want to be like all those other people you see on Instagram. You got to take on entrepreneurship if you truly are an entrepreneur. It's an inner game of what you're challenging yourself that you can do and how you can succeed and to reinforce that and to be your own person moving forward on that level. That's so critical now because if you're going just to chase the money and the, what money brings, the excitement of it all, it's going to wane. It's not going to last. It's going to die out. It's going to, it's going to have to be, because when you're an entrepreneur, there'll be many times, I, di I didn't have the opportunity to fail when I first started uh, Golden Home Services, meaning I stopped the company, started something different. But most people, entrepreneurs, they do fail. They fail once, twice, three, four times, but they keep picking up and going until something sticks and then something works. So it, it is a drive, an internal drive, that you have to keep there that's focused on what you're going to do to better your circumstances, to be in control, to create your own freedom, to create your own, to wake up when you want to wake up, meet with who you want to meet. That has to be more of a driving force than the fact that you want to have that life you see on Instagram. So I, I, think, I think that's a fair warning to everyone out there who wants to be an entrepreneur, but they don't have that, that drive or spirit to do it because you're, you're better off just go working for the man and, and try to have a decent life and you, you can have just as happy life as you could if you were an entrepreneur. So it's not, it's not being an entrepreneur, you can have a better life. I know many entrepreneurs are miserable <laughs> because they're not enjoying themselves. They just feed off on it all the time and they're never really able to enjoy what they have. And I got put up into that too as well. So, um, and one of the reasons why I started the foundation, United Intentions Foundation, the media network, is there's my passion rising up again, you know? And so I think uh, some people have to, you have to make sacrifice. I lost time with my kids when they were little. I lost time with uh, friends and, um, and and concerts and fun things and they're out doing stuff. I was inside humping it, coming up with strategies, going marketing and making things happen. So there's a lot of sacrifice that you got to be willing to do as an entrepreneur. And so you're going to miss those big parties. You're going to miss all the fun to a certain degree. Uh, and then you have to be okay with that. You can't look at yourself saying, hey, God, uh, this is something that, that – um, I, you know, I, I'm upset now that I'm missing all this. So I'm not going to go handle this client. I'm going to go have some fun. You can't, it has to be, you know, you got to put your priorities, right. It has to be work, right. And you're on in your business and then your fun, you know? So you have to do that. You have to work for your fun. As I said to entrepreneurs, as I speak around the world, talking to people that you got to work for your fun. You can't have your fun 
and then expect work to be there. Absolutely. I think you answered that perfectly. So right. I know that one huge thing that it takes to be successful is a successful mindset. More than your, more than your skill set and more than what you're capable of, how does your yeah. mind, how does your mindset affect how successful you will be? Yeah, that's everything, uh, Christian, because a lot of folks, you know, yes, many people are very skilled, whether it's accounting or um, it's a doctor or whatever it may be. Skill set's critical in, in many services and products. I mean, you just have to have a skill set. But skill sets can be taught and you can learn a skill set. Often mindsets are not. And now, see, everyone has a boss. Even though as I'm an entrepreneur, I haven't really asked for any um, permission for someone to uh, let me know what I want to do in my business for, uh, God, you know, 20-something years, right? Yeah. However, I, I still have a boss. And my boss is my unconscious mind, my subconscious mind. My boss is in control of what goes on that I don't have complete control. I'm working on 5% right now of my conscious mind talking to you. But 95% of my, my unconscious mind runs the show. So the mindset really, uh, and also I believe, also manifests my reality with my conscious mind. So, so I have to report to my boss every day. And, and my mindset is determined by my boss. My boss determines what my mindset's going to be and my heart set. Don't forget, we have a brain in our heart too. And, and our heart is, I think, much more powerful than our mind in many ways. But to simplify it, I, it is. I have to report to my boss and find out what kind of mindset I'm going to have today. So I got to work with my boss every day to keep a mindset of, of positivity, of expecting the best, of making disciplined decisions, meditating, slowing down, being in the present moment, um, working on my relationships with people that even though I don't want to work on because I don't feel the mood, I'm not in the mood for it. Um, making, making those type of determinations and decisions along with keeping that mindset of, you know, hey, this is who I'm defining Tim Ray is. This is who I want to be. This is who I choose to be because I can choose to be anybody I want. And my subconscious mind often from our original programming, you know, conf we conflict with it or it, it conflicts with us, conflicts with, with who I want to be. And our first seven years, Christian, are the most influential time in our lives. And most people will find out in the first seven years of our lives, it was pretty dysfunctional. <laughs> most people had very dysfunctional lives and, and where they do unconscious things that are really self-sabotaging their future. So, for example, I'll give you a great example that I even wrestled with and even at times. It's procrastination. Procrastination for an entrepreneur is a death nail because, um, because procrastination is basically, if you think, well, that's just a lazy kid. He doesn't, he's just lazy, right? Like, it's, not, it's not about being a being procrastinator. is not about being lazy. It may appear on the outside as about being lazy, but it's the farthest from the truth. The, the, the procrastinator really has, in the first period of their lives, developed a self-sabotaging program of failure. So when we sit back and we watch television on, on, on for four, three or four hours, and we know we should be outside hustling or doing something that would be more productive for ourselves, it's not because we're being lazy, but our boss, our unconscious mind, is saying, is saying to us, you're good. Why even go do that? Because you're going to fail anyway. You're a failure. You can't make that happen. So, we, so, so just sit back and watch TV because you're going to lose anyway. This is the dialogue that our boss, unfortunately, often our boss is not a very good boss, um, is telling us every day. So when we sit on the couch and we're not doing anything, we're self-sabotaging our future. So when you get in the line and you realize this is one thing I do share with people around the world, how do you get in line? How do you 
tap into your unconscious, your boss, and start shifting new belief systems that, and new programs that will actually contradict that and actually be able to um, help you get off the couch, stop procrastinating, and instead of sabotaging your, your future, actually add to your future success. I'm learning so much right now. <laughs> this is amazing. Good, good, good. So uh, let me ask, what, what to you, obviously you're super successful, um, but here's the, here's the important that I have. What does it mean to you to be a millionaire? And does the title and wealth really matter? Um, no, you know, and through assets and things, and I, and I'm the type of guy, I, when I make money, I put it right back into things, things that I believe or compassion about. I have whatever certain amount of savings, but I don't live like an extravagant with yachts or things like that. I mean, I have a nice car. I have a fast motorcycle. Uh, I have a few toys like that. I have a beautiful home. I got animals and friends and things like that, but I don't, uh, usually you'll find people who inherit their money versus people who are self-made. Um, and I, I'm a self-made because I had nothing starting out, right? Yeah. Uh, even, even when I had my other jobs. Um, but you'll find that self-made more so have an appreciation of being grounded more so. And I, I have friends with a lot of money and I have friends with no money. It, that's not a determination of my, uh, what's my worth or their worth. Yeah. Uh, so to me, it's more of, of the person's integrity. Uh, I do a lot of deals with handshakes, you know, and, uh, and because it's, it's an honest to me, I surround myself, I attract a frequency of people who, who want to work with me and they know my word when I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. So if I make decisions, and that's one thing I think your listeners and viewers now should really understand is your word is everything. Even, even after you made your money, like right now, if I started just my word started dropping, people would lose confidence in me. Not only people that I interact with with business, but my own staff would too. So you have to honor your word when you say something. Now, there's times you, you overextend, you said something you should have said, you come back and you apologize, you tell them why. You'd be upfront about it. However, if your word is everything, even in, in very much so for a successful business or businesses. And without that, it, it will be your death nail uh, going forward, even if you already had shown success. So uh, to, to me, I think that aspect of, of interacting and showing people what they can do is developing, it helped me develop my integrity level and my character to who I am today. And I, I think that's something that uh, I would share with anyone. And to me, whether you have no money or you have a lot of money, it's not, doesn't impress me or doesn't unimpress me. It's your character, it's your integrity, it's who you are uh, is really what's most important to me um, than anything, whether I'm hiring you or whether uh, I'm just hanging out with you. Absolutely. So then, what is your, <coughs> Say it again. What's your best advice for uh, keeping money and investing into your future? Well, I would say that, just that. I would say save your money for you to reinvest in what you're doing. Now, some people love to play the stock market. Some people love to play the 401k. Some people love to go to Vegas and gamble. To me, it's all gambling. Now, I'm no stranger to gambling. I love Las Vegas. I love to play blackjack, whatever it may be, periodically. But, um, but, Playing the stock market to me is, is just a, a big adult game gambling, you know? People may do that and have success, that's fine. But I personally, I just, I just reinvest in myself or in things that I believe in. Yeah. And so uh, there I know, because guess what? If I'm investing in myself in reference to opening up another division in my business or opening up a whole other business or opening up a media network, mm -hmm. I can, I'm, as an entrepreneur, you're going to find, they're, they're gonna, you're going to find a lot of them are very controlling people. They like to be able to control their own destiny, like to control their own 
money, like to control their own decisions. And so it's like a natural tendency. So there's a point of balancing being a controlling entrepreneur and an over-controlling entrepreneur where you don't trust people and you don't, um, you don't let people make decisions or you micromanage them. That's the death nail also to an entrepreneur is not building trust in your staff or people who work for you and letting them take you to the next level. Uh, so uh, to me, yes, you want to have control. At the same time, you want to be able to develop people and take, I take business personally. I do. I, I, people who work for me, it's not just a business. They're my, I spend a lot of, I spend more time with them than my own family often. And so I take it very personally. And I think that's something that uh, a lot of people understand is, and for me, it's been successful. Some people are not like that. They just like to treat you as a resource. Yeah. To me, you're, you're a human being and we're, we're going to spend this period of time together uh, on this earth. So let's, let's have fun and enjoy it while we're growing and doing something meaningful. That to me is everything. And I've had people like, for example, from Golden Home Services, I've had my staff, Greta's been with me since 17, 16 years. Uh, and she runs the business. She started out as a certified nursing assistant from the class I created at Kennesaw University. And now she's, I don't know how much money she makes. She makes a lot of money. And, and uh, she runs everything. You know, same thing with Dream. I had 15 years, 14 years. Most of our staff never leave because I created an atmosphere, a culture, let's say, a climate that's very supportive for internal and internal growth for the individual on a personal level as well as on a business level. Okay. And you can kind of use that model as you go forward. If, if using your word, your integrity, you grow that, good people are going to stay with you. Just honor your commitments and, um, and help grow them as a person, not just as a resource in a business. Yeah, absolutely. I just want to note, I'm only 16 years old, but from what, wow. from, what I've, <laughs> from what I've learned so far and from what I've garnered from the successful people like you, Tim, around me is that uh, it also takes a lot of strong confidence. And what you really want to do is create multiple streams of income if you want to be successful. I know that you've created a lot of businesses. I'm trying to create a podcast out of this magazine, and I want to create two books this year. Um, so that's also a big factor in it. But let me ask you, because I know a lot of people go through turmoil, and you've obviously had a lot of turmoil. But what would you say was your biggest struggle coming up, and how did you overcome it? I, I would say a mindset. I'd say my mindset of self-sabotaging. You know, I, I grew up in just a typical dysfunctional family as well, maybe a little more severe, very physically abusive father, uh, very emotionally uh, retarded uh, family atmosphere, a very, um, you know, destructive in many ways. And so with all that type of, of poor self-sabotage mindset unconsciously built into my brain, yeah. you know, I had, to, I had to deal with that. I had to wrestle with that. In fact, it led me to um, um, different books when, my, my, when, my, when I was 16, when I was your age. One of the most influential books I've ever read that just set me off down my whole path was a book by Dale Carnegie called How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. You know, and they talked about how really uh, it's a mindset. You shift that in there and then it led me to other books and other books. And then before you know it, I was going to college and I was going for a psychology degree. And so and psychology, what I love about psychology, because I double major in psychology and in management, but psychology I use a lot more in my management than do my management uh, information I learned, you know. Because a lot of it is basically you deal with human nature, but but psychology. I don't know if you knew Christian, but psychology now today is the study of the intellect. Um, thank you, Freud and the rest. But really, <coughs> excuse me, psychology started out as the study of the soul. Yeah, that's what psychology started out as the study of the soul. So with with that being said, that means our emotions. That means our heart. That means our connection with people. That means our emotional intelligence. 
this is the areas where I used, I thrive. I thrive in my management aspects of it as well as my um, as well as my business aspect of it in, in business as well. So to me, when when I look back and I say, okay, my the most influential time that really helped me was me learning about me, me learning about my own psychology. What makes me tick? Why do I do this? What's the human behavior? What's going on? What about God? Search for God. What's God? I went through world religions, metaphysical trips, going through different things. Uh, I went through all those paths by curiosity of seek, seeking truth. And so I realized I was a truth seeker, not only a truth seeker in, um, in my, you know, my business aspects, but also my personal life, which led me to the network with the UI Media Network of sharing our truth on a, on a platform where people are comfortable sharing it and where they can't be uncensored not to. Um, so uh, to me, I would say that was probably my biggest uh, challenge at that time. But I looked at it. I looked at myself. I, I looked at what was going on within me. And then I associated it with other people. And it helped me grow and have the confidence to start your own business. And let me tell you something, Christian. At 16, uh, God, with the me mentality you have right now, your mindset, you're so well ahead of the game. I mean, you really are. I mean, your future is so bright. It's going to come much easier to you than most people because you have that mindset and that drive. And if you continue doing that, you'll find that when you have success in one area of your life, could be this podcast, could be your magazine, could be any of these things that you're doing right now. When you have success in one area of your life, that success will associate, will carry over, will influence the next project you're doing. It could be not even anything related to whatever you had already success in, but the fact that your mindset was success in one area means that you believe now where you didn't before, you believe now you could have success in something else. And you will. And we do. And I have. And I do. And I think that's something that everyone needs to take with them is that success begets success. So the more success you have, the more success you will have. And the more failure you have, and you'll shift that around to success, the more failure you will you'll beget. What you focus on expands. So when you're out there and you feel like you're failing, remember, you continue to focus on what you don't have and what you need or what you don't have and what you, what you, you think you, you don't want, you're trying to avoid, let's say. You're having your subconscious, your boss, now scanning for what's going to go wrong. You've yeah. got to get your boss scanning for what you need and what, what's going to go right. And that's a mind shift and a mindset that many don't realize. And it sounds like you, Kristen, at 16, man, you got it going on. Thank you very much. That's, you're welcome. I think you just about went over it. So as we, as we near uh, the end now, how can people find contact and book you? Sure. Uh, you can go to timraysspeaks.com or you can go to uh, uimedianetwork.org. We have a brand new website launching in less than 30 days and it's going to blow your guys' mind. New ideas, new shows, uh, very creative, conscious-minded, spiritual-minded uh, programs that realizing that we're all in this together on a collective level. And so let's create heaven on earth. Let's create joy here, right here and right now in the present moment. And that's all you can find on the UI media and also on UI TV on Roku, as well as UIMediaNetwork.org. So check us out. Have some fun. If you want to become a host on our show, tell us what you got. Give us a pitch us and then we'll see, we'll see about getting you on the network. Awesome. And I can tell you, I've listened to your morning show a thousand times. It is so amazing. You guys can definitely check them out. I'm excited because you guys are going to be on Roku. That's, that's a yeah. good accomplishment. I'm, I'm, I'm proud. That's Thank you. Thank before you. Before I ask this last question and before we do our special thing uh, at the end, if you could give our readers, uh, our, lis our listeners. And viewers. And viewers. And viewers yep. 
See, I'm getting used to this. <laughs> if you could give our, our viewers and listeners one piece of advice to help them transform their intentions into lifelong success, what would you say? Simply, still yourself. Still yourself. When you get up and your entrepreneur mindset's running a thousand different ways, and ADD is going to come in play for entrepreneurs in many ways, but in the mornings, get in the habit of just stealing yourself. Put away, don't look at your phone. Spend 30 minutes, no, not near your phone. Lay in bed, sit up in bed, and don't fall back to sleep. And just still yourself, or even if it's five minutes, just still yourself and breathe. And then let your mind relax and let your thoughts flow away. And just let this aspect of your brain, they call it your theta brain activity, let that come up, come up and be the predominant brainwave activities, your theta. That's your, creative, that's your creative aspect of who you are, your connection to source, your connection to everyone and everything. And when you can spend some time in theta, you, you allow God, the universe, to give you what you're searching for. And, and all you have to do is ask. Ask when you're in theta. And it will come, whether right then or there, or it will come and show up and appear in your life. If you could do that, that could transform your life right now, whether you're going to be an entrepreneur or you just want to do whatever you're going to do in the, for the rest of your life or what you're doing right now. That's a, it's, it's the best now more so than ever. When everyone's home, put yourself in theta at least once or twice a day where you could just find out, download information of why you're here because you're a spiritual being having a human experience, whether you were brought up as a Catholic, a Buddhist, or a a Jew, it doesn't matter. You're a spiritual being having a human experience here. So remember that. And remember that your thoughts and your feelings create your reality. So when you steal yourself, you download information, it will help you create the reality that you truly, really want, that your unconscious wants as well. So uh, that's my best advice I'd say, Christian, to be able to give people who are getting started. And it's a simple thing to do. It doesn't cost you anything. It's free. Absolutely. And I think that you really, you really have spilled the beans on this one. <laughs> this, whole, this whole streaming platform is free, but the information you're giving is priceless. Thank you so much, Tim. Before we thank, close, thank you. I want to do something. Can you tell our audience, just for the people and just for a little clip we can make, can you tell the people who you are, what you do, and end it with, and I am defiant. All right. I am Tim Ray. I'm a serial entrepreneur. And I am defiant. Awesome, man. Thank you so much, Tim. You are so awesome. We, uh, you know, us and the readers and our listeners are truly grateful. Thank you so much for your wisdom and your kind words. Have a blessed day, man. I mean, I really wish success and the best to you. You, you too. You too, Christian. All right, man. I'm going to talk to you later. All right. Bye, Christian. Peace. Thank you guys so much for listening in here with us on the Defiant Ones Teen Podcast. This has been episode six. If you like what you hear, I will leave a link at the top of the description, which will allow you to leave a comment or voicemail where you can tell us what you like, what you don't like, or who you want to hear. So please feel free to go fill that out and leave us something because we really appreciate the feedback, guys. Seriously. The next volume of the Defiant Ones Teen Magazine will be coming out April 15th. Online and physical copies are available on our website, defiantonesmag.com, as well as this podcast. You can like, share, and subscribe to this podcast now. Please do. I really, I really appreciate uh, when you guys do that. Thank you so much. Um, and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at defiantonesmag.
All right, y'all. <laughs> One more time, I want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, Bedroom Bolt. If you want to feel safe and secure in the comfort of your very own home, then I highly recommend getting your very own Bedroom Bolt today. Unlike outside doors, inside doors and bedrooms don't have keys, which means that they can be unlocked with a small screwdriver, and that's super unsafe. So in this time of making home improvements, you should most definitely get the bedroom bolt. It is an easily applicable door lock that secures your door in less than 90 seconds. It requires no hole drilling and is super simple to use. If you want to keep your family and friends and everyone you love safe, then I highly recommend getting your very own Bedroom Bolt today. To find more information on the Bedroom Bolt, please go to BedroomBolt.com. Again, once more, that is BedroomBolt.com. Have a blessed day, and I'll talk to you guys later.